Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient 18s in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton from TomBartonSports.com. Go check me out, TomBartonSports.com. Guys, I am absolutely excited for the upcoming week. I'm telling you, we have a pretty good schedule. And we're coming off of, a, look, a really good week and a telling week in the Ivy Leagues. We'll take a look back and then take a look forward. Uh, a real good game went on on Friday night. I got some questions about Saturday. I have some questions about these teams and where we sit with both of these, uh, with, with all of these teams, but specifically with two of the teams uh, that will be matching up. And I, I got to tell you, there are a lot of questions here still after three games of the season. I know it's early, but I have some questions and we'll answer some of those questions and see what you guys think about it. Hey, you guys want to be part of the show. Please make sure that you write me over at Tom Barton sports over on Twitter, Tom Barton sports at gmail.com. That's the, the account there. Also go check me out at Tom Barton sports over on YouTube and Tom Barton sports.com. All right. So let's start it off. Look, we had a real good game on Friday night. It was everything that we kind of expected. We expected a very low scoring game. We expected a, a low-scoring game that was going to be hard-fought, and that's exactly what we got. But the end result is not what anybody really expected. Dartmouth, I've said it before. I said it last week. I'll say it again. Dartmouth, by most publications, not this one, okay, but by most publications, we're going to run away with the Ivies. They were going to be that dominant team. Uh, their defense has been playing well. But, guys, they now drop it. They're now own one in the Ivy. They dropped this one in Two overtimes, 23-17. Dartmouth is 1-2 and two on the season, and it's just their lack of offense. Yeah, you have a good defense, but it's their lack of offense. They can't get out of their own way offensively. This was, Penn jumped out, and by the way, Penn impressed us all last week. We did mention that. Their defense has absolutely stood up and shown out. I mean, they look really good. They're 3-0 and overall, 1-0 and in the Ivies. They go on the road and get a, a really prime-time road game that is important in this league. They came out to a 7-0 lead. It was 7-3 at the half, no scoring in the third quarter. And then, you know, you look at what, what was going on, 10-10. And Penn just outscored them. But you take away what it was. Look, this is a 10-10 game. And normally, if you tell Dartmouth, you tell Dartmouth fans, hey, you're going to get a, I'm going to give you a 10-10 game. You're going to go, oh, yeah, that, that's what I want, Dartmouth. I mean, 
Their defense is their calling card. Their defense absolutely has played well. Their defense in this game played very, very well. But Penn's defense played better. I mean, that's just the way to look at it. Dartmouth is just absolutely leaning on Howard, who had 24 carries for 108 yards and two touchdowns. They can't seem to get anything outside of that. And I'm not saying that Penn had a lot of going on offensively. They certainly didn't. Um, you know, quarterback 204, one touchdown, but he was 25 of 38. They didn't have a lot going on. Penn certainly didn't have a lot going on. A running back led the way in receptions and yards, okay? So they didn't have a lot going on, but it's their defense. When you pit my defense against your defense, and you're supposed to be the number one defense in the conference, you can't lose a home game like that. No way. I think Dartmouth is in a rough spot right now, and Penn... I will. All of our apologies to Penn because I didn't see this defense coming. I don't think anybody out there really saw this defense coming this good, this fast, this quickly. They really do look good. All right, let's bring it on to Saturday. Well, with another defense that has been struggling, and this is Harvard. Look, I previewed this game last week, and I told you Holy Cross was a very good team, and they were. Uh, Holy Cross was the favorite in this game, even on the road, even in Harvard. Sure, they were. But it is alarming some of the numbers that you look at from this Harvard defense and what they're doing. The Harvard defense just doesn't look like the Harvard defense that we've seen. They allowed Holy Cross to throw for 300 yards. They allowed Holy Cross to run for 147. It was a a Holy Cross offense that really kind of manhandled Harvard for most of this game. 17 points in the first half. Then they kind of just, uh, just leaned on them. You could look at Harvard and you could say, you know, they had some offensive deficiencies. And, and Borget, 18 for 80 and two touchdowns. He looked pretty good. A couple of nice passes, one pass in the corner of the end zone. And a lot of people were out there on social media posting that it was a nice pass for them. Harvard did okay offensively. I know 21 isn't great, but they did okay offensively. They are still 2-1. and one. They are 1-1 one and one at home. This was a very good Holy Cross team. I don't want to make too much about it, but I am concerned about another team in the Ivy League that they, their calling card was supposed to be defense. They were supposed to be this defensive juggernaut. And you turn around and you look at, uh, you know, a guy like Coker from Holy Cross, uh, 10 receptions, 166 yards, and you go, yeah, that's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem if you are allowing even a guy like like Holy Cross is a good team, but a guy like Coker to go off. People are going to start to see these deficiencies. Harvard and Dartmouth were supposed to be the two best defensive teams in this division, in this conference, and they just haven't looked like it. There's plenty of time to turn it around, but early on, two home losses, that does not look good for their defenses. Yale got a home win, 34-26 over Howard. Howard's not very good. Yale, they weren't overly impressive on the final score, but let's be honest. Look, they were up 17-6. You know, they, they were up pretty big. Howard made a late comeback in the fourth quarter and tried to get a little bit close. That could concern you but I don't really think that it does. Peterson, 12 carries, 144 and a touchdown. He was able to do anything he wanted out there. And the, the passing yards and receiving yards for Howard are going to look a little skewed because they were coming from behind the whole game. This is just one of those games with Yale where you say, okay, good overall effort. Um, maybe you don't love the fact that the defense gave up 20 points in the second half, uh, but that's okay. They were playing catch-up mode. The running game was absolutely fantastic, and it, he didn't need, a lot of, didn't need a lot of carries to do it. Princeton, Columbia. Princeton wins 24-6 on the road. I Look, we all thought Columbia was going to be the bottom of the barrel here. They, they didn't look terrible early on in the season. Uh, Princeton comes in and do does what we, we expected Princeton to do. The thing is, is that Princeton was supposed to be this offensive team in here. Like, if, if I'm going to harp on Harvard and Dartmouth of their one unit that I expected to be really good, not performing. Well, Princeton, 
24 points is okay against Columbia, but they're not really just going out there and dominating the field. Now, their defense looked really good, and you just flat out cannot run on Princeton right now if you're Columbia. Princeton, a nice, solid win. I'd like to see a little bit more offensive consistency. Um, Stenstrom, 21 of 35, doesn't inspire confidence for me, even though the 257 looks pretty nice. Cornell, Colgate. Cornell goes on the road and gets a nice win against Colgate. 34-31. They're now 2-0 and away from home. 2-1 and overall. Colgate drops to 1-4 and and 0-2 and at home. Uh, Cornell, look, it, it's funny because you start to look at Cornell and you go, okay, is this that offensive team that can scare people? Yeah, it absolutely is. You, know, you look at Wang, who is that prototypical running style quarterback, but he threw for 284 and he was efficient in doing so 18 to 27, but he also ran 15 carries for 98 yards. He's that dual threat quarterback. And in this conference, a dual threat quarterback can really propel a team. I think we might be overlooking Cornell a little bit just because of the one player that can dominate a game and Wang can absolutely dominate a game. Three total touchdowns on the day, one passing to uh, two rushing. Yeah, that'll do it. Glover had 160 yards. So when you start to kind of, put a man in the box to watch Wang, all of a sudden Glover goes off. This is a team to keep an eye on. And then Rhode Island beat up on Brown in Rhode Island. Brown falls to 1-2 and two and 0-1 and away from home. Look, this was a, a just, this is, this is an ugly game. I mean, this is an ugly stat line. If you are Brown, and I know you weren't expecting big things this year, if you're Brown, this is one of the ugliest stat lines. Rhode Island's a solid team. They're not a great team. But Rhode Island rushed for 289 yards. Yeah, you heard me right. They ran for 289. Now, they passed for 257 also, but they ran for 289 yards. They were just having their way with them. So we fast forward to this week, Friday night. We do have a game, Harvard against that dangerous Cornell team that I talked about. I think that this is the, this is it for Harvard, right? You go up against a Cornell team that they are dangerous, okay? We just spoke about what this Cornell team could be. They're, they don't have the defense that I think that they're looking at an Ivy League championship. But Wang is everything that I'm concerned about here. And now you take on a Harvard team where this Harvard team, let's just be honest, they are defensively deficient right now. They're not stepping up the way that you expected them to step up. It's just not something that Harvard's been doing. And now they have to go on the road and take on uh, Jamison Wang, who is dominating in certain spots. He's that dual threat that could give them fits, give anybody fits. And this Harvard defense right now, this is a put-up-or-shut-up kind of game. I know that it's early in the season, and I know you could turn around a lot of things. I get that all. But, look, you got beat by a Holy Cross team that's a, a pretty good team. Okay, you could kind of live with that. You've got to win this game, and you got to have a good defensive effort. You can't let Jamison Wang run and pass all over you and do his dual threat thing if you want to be taken serious in this conference. This is almost a, a, a Harvard defensive, hey, here you go. I'm putting it on you. Are we contenders this year or are we not? As for Cornell, it's a home game. If you want to be thought into that next class, that next grouping of, hey, actually, you know what? Maybe they got a shot at the Ivies this year. Cornell's got to go out there and rely upon more than just one guy. It's got to be more than Wang. It's got to be a team effort here. All right, let's go to Saturday. Uh, we got a couple of decent ones here. Penn goes to Georgetown. Penn's defense going to travel to Georgetown. Penn's defense has been absolutely fantastic so far. Georgetown's nothing special, and Georgetown has had all kinds of futility scoring. Uh, you look at this team. They put up six against Columbia. Okay, they put up six against Monmouth, 19 against Lehigh. Now, they did put up you know, 38 against Fordham last week, but Fordham put up 
59 on them. So this is a game where I fully expect Penn to come out and really hold this team down. I don't expect Georgetown to get much done. You look at the Penn defense now, 14 to Colgate, 0 to Lafayette, and 17 to Dartmouth. I'd be shocked if Georgetown got to 20. This looks like one of those under type of games and where Penn should should really prevail and really have a full uh, full dominance in this game. Columbia hosts Wagner, an interstate uh, rivalry here. And look, Wagner's 0-4, and they have been brutally ugly in getting to oh, that number. Look, they lost the first game of the year, 48-31. Rutgers destroys them 66-7. You can't get all that mad about that. I mean, Rutgers is going to destroy you. Uh, St. Francis then goes out and wins 27-7. All right, that's a bad one. And then Syracuse goes out and wins 59-0 in a game where they, they were up by, they had 55 points by half. Uh, they weren't even in the game. Wagner is a very, very bad team, but I don't have a lot of confidence in Columbia after what I watched last week. Look, I thought Columbia was having a pretty decent year, beating Maris, beating Georgetown, sure. And I know it's Princeton who's the better team. I think Columbia should win this game, okay? And, and I, while I, I do believe that Penn will handle Georgetown with relative ease, I think Columbia can win this game. I'm just not as sold on them. Brown will go to Central Connecticut, well, like we said, look, Brown is going to be one of the bottom-of-the-barrel teams. Brown is not going to be one of the teams that are going to be competing for a conference championship here. They lost to Harvard, although they played close there. They got beaten up by Rhode Island. They did beat Bryant in game one. Now they go to Central Connecticut. I know it's not in, in an Ivy League game, but this is kind of one of those games where I want to see, hey, Brown, can you go on the road and beat a team that just simply can't score? I mean, the futility in scoring is is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, they put up three against UConn, 10 against Sacred Heart, six against Southeast Louisiana, uh, 26 against Albany in a game where Albany scored 45 and 13 last week against St. Francis. They are 0-5. They have allowed 70 already this year in a game. They allowed 45 in a game. They allowed 39 last week. Uh, this team is just getting bludgeoned. You want to take a shot and say, look, this is this is the game where Brown can win. I, I, I think that they should win. It's a road game. It's the same thing with Columbia. They should win. I'd make them the favorites here. I think that they can absolutely dominate the game um, against a pretty, pretty weak team. But I just don't like what I watched last week. Princeton takes on Lafayette. Lafayette's a pretty decent team. And here we go. The Princeton offense needs a little bit more consistency from what I see. Uh, Lafayette, they beat Bucknell last week. They they lost to Penn in a 12 nothing game, but they, look, they, their defense played well in that game. They lost to Temple. All right, no shame in that. And they lost to William and & Mary, and they did beat Sacred Heart uh, 6 to nothing. This is a game where you, you kind of look at it and you go, yeah, it's going to be a low-scoring game uh, from the Lafayette side, but Princeton wants to score there. Scoring hasn't been there yet, though. Another road game at a conference where I think Princeton should be the favorite. Princeton should win this game, but I need to see some offensive consistency. Uh, through three games, the numbers don't look terrible for him. A guy from Stenstrom, uh, 69 to 102, 804 and three touchdowns. The numbers don't look terrible. You got to get more than three touchdowns passing at this point in the season. And then the big game, Dartmouth, Yale. Look, I think that this is the season game for Dartmouth. I really do. I mean, to me, this is your season is on the line. You cannot drop to 0-2 in the Ivy Leagues and expect to win the Ivies. You know, after this, they have New Hampshire, Columbia, Harvard, Princeton, Cornell and Brown. There are games left, sure. You can make this up, absolutely. I get it. You can't drop to 0-2 in the Ivies and expect to be a player this year. Their defense, not only their defense has to step up because their defense has stepped up, their offense has to get something going. They've got to get something going. It's got to be more than just Howard, who's 63 carries for 351 and six touchdowns, looks really good. It's got to be more than a one-dimensional team. 
Yale, meanwhile, has an opportunity here to take a really, really big jump up. Because Yale, you look at what they're doing and the rest of their schedule, yet Yale can can all of a sudden put themselves in the driver's seat in this conference. Yale's 1-0 in the Ivy. They would be 2-0 with a huge advantage over an 0-2 Dartmouth. Now, you still got to worry about Harvard, who could go 2-0, obviously. Uh, you can still look at Princeton in, in that spot as well. And then, of course, Penn. But to basically knock off Dartmouth and end their season, I mean, that's reality here. You have Dartmouth for them. They have Dartmouth and Bucknell the next two weeks at home. Yale will continue to keep rolling there. The at-Penn game on the 22nd will be pretty huge. Then they come back against Columbia should win. Brown at home should win. Princeton at home probably is a win. And then we have the game, of course, against Harvard, which could mean quite a bit this year if Harvard could kind of correct their defense. This is a, it's a spot where, you know, this is the season for Dartmouth. So I hate to bet against them, but whatever everything that we've seen, they're not going to be able to keep pace with the L. I mean, everything that we've watched this year so far leading up to this point says they're never going to be able to keep pace with Yale in this game. Uh, but I want to... I want to take a second and a deep breath and not get too crazy because Dartmouth does have an opportunity to save their season. With a win here, they're right back in this thing. And there could be a lot of shakeup in, in, and a lot of parity in a division in a conference here where this conference is very, very, very much still up for the taking. All right, guys. That's going to do it for me. I'm Tom Barton from TomBartonSports.com. Go check me out at Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter, Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube, TomBartonSports.com. Have a very good week, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 